Hello, and welcome to the Michael's Record Collection Podcast. I'm Michael Citro, and this is episode number eight. For this episode, I spoke with Aldo Lenobile and Roberto Ramon Messina of the Italian power metal band Secret Sphere, ahead of the band's ninth studio album, Lifeblood. Aldo plays guitar, composes the music, and produces for the band, while Roberto is the lead singer and lyricist. The other band members not involved in this interview are Andy Barato on bass, Gabriella Chiaccia on keyboards, and Marco Lazzarini on drums. Lifeblood is a terrific melodic rock album with progressive tendencies and excellent musicianship. Aldo and Roberto were kind enough to tell me about the album, how it was made, their musical backgrounds, and the metal scene in Italy. Unfortunately, we were getting a bit of echo from Roberto's feed, which does bleed into the conversation at times, especially periodically when Aldo is talking. I cleaned it up as best I could in the editing stage, but there are still a couple of rougher moments that I hope won't detract too much from the good information that the guys from Secret Sphere provided. I hope you enjoy this interview, and check out the album Lifeblood, because it's worth it. All right, here's that interview. Okay, well, hello. Uh, welcome to Michael's Record Collection. Uh, I'm here today with members of Secret Sphere. You have an album coming out next month called Lifeblood. Uh, I'm joined today by, I hope I pronounce your names correctly. Um, it's Aldo Lanobile, is that right? Perfect, I would say. And uh, Roberto Ramon Messina. Perfect, Michael. You did it the great job. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your time. You guys have got a new album coming out, and, and I've uh, I've had a chance to listen to it a few times now, and it's, uh, I think, if I had to describe it in one word, it would be fun. This is a fun album to listen to. I got a lot of enjoyment listening to it the last couple of days. I want to kind of get into how this came about. Now, you, you came out with a new album in 2017. Yeah. I, assume, I assume you did some uh, live shows. And uh, then tell me, how did the writing and, and coming together of this album uh, happen for you guys? Well, it's a strange story, you know, because we start to compose the album in some songs. I, I composed some songs in uh, 2019. Uh, but then I decided to make a change inside the band. So I I talked with our previous singer, which was uh, Michele Lupi, and I called Roberto to see if he was if he was happy to come back to join together the band after uh, eight years because Roberto is the original singer of the band. Mm-hmm. And then when we we just we just spent some hours together and it was it was something like okay yes we have to do again music together but then in 2020 when we were composing the album you know the the pandemic situation really changed everyone's life so we had to we had to compose the music uh, just sending to each other uh, demos through telephone calls exchanging ideas and also the recording of the albums has been uh, really really not easy because uh, didn't have really the chance to to record the album until i would say end of may because there were the lockdown and in italy it was a really strong lockdown you were not allowed to do anything basically you the only thing you could 
do it only go outside to buy some food and that's enough there, there were not any chance to go outside for for any other reasons most of the job uh, home is smart working and and when finally we had the chance to, to go into the studio to record the album it was difficult as well because there, we were not allowed to stay into the studio for many people uh, and some parts of italy were open and some parts of italy there were restrictions it was really really hard to, to face the recording of the, the new album but we were so happy to 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 be again together to join the original original lineup of secret sphere that we we face all the difficulties with many many positive feelings and at the end of the day i think that the result is really really great the production is really great in my opinion i like the sound i like the songs i i like the work with it roberto you had uh you had left the band a while ago um i think the the online stories called it uh, uh musical differences what what brought you back to secret sphere um aldo and andy brought me back to secret sphere they asked me <laughs> they asked me too and i definitely agreed i mean uh, i had my own experiences while i was away from the band and also them they they had the their career with michele lupi it was a great career good albums and good tours all over the world japan experiences in south america so it was um, two parallel streets that at the end decided to cross each other. They had their own reasons because of um, the situation going on with Michele Lupi. He was really, really busy and we can understand why, with Wisely especially. And at the same time, I was at a certain point in my life when uh, all the other projects I made uh, were not enough for me. So when they asked me if I wanted to join back the band, I had no doubts about it. We just uh, decided which way we wanted to do, to do this cooperation again. Uh, started, and it was more natural than uh, we, we thought, because, you know, we are friends since like uh, 25 years. And so it was just like going by, back since the moment we, we, we split. Nothing changed at all. And concerning the, the fact that you mentioned before, uh, the, the word that you used to describe the, the, the album is fun. Uh, I totally agree. Uh, what keeps us together is, uh, yeah, it's friendship, but also fun because we spend time together. When we were in studio, it was me and Aldo recording the vocals and it was uh, him and the other musicians doing the instrumental parts when it was possible to be together in the studio for this quarantine situation. And uh, we always have fun. If we don't have fun, we're not inspired, we don't compose good things. At the end of the day, after working together, we see the stuff we made and see, mm, this is boring. Uh, just <laughs> so we can do something uh, different. The 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 main uh, the the main motivation is uh, passion and and fun, definitely. So you guys have have played this sort of uh, I don't know what you guys like to call it a progressive metal or symphonic metal uh, style since the late '90s, but yet this album sounds fresh. It doesn't sound like you're rehashing old ground that you've, you've uh, walked on before. How do you keep the, those creative juices flowing and, and creating new music and find new ways to express yourself 
without departure, you know, without a, a big departure that would maybe leave your fans in the cold a little bit? Well, I I think that it's it's that is possible. This is possible because we have a huge musical background. We 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 used to listen really many many kinds of music. We 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 personally I I love musical. I love uh, of course metal, hard rock, but I love also something coming from pop music, folk music. Uh, I I even like a lot uh, country music. Uh, so in in my opinion, the, the more the more horizons you can have listening music. And the more input you can have in to put inside your music, and of course, I had I had personally I had the chance to work with many other artists in several other projects, and all of them has been for me something to. I, I really learned many things from 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 other musicians, and I I always try to to put into secret sphere all my new inputs. Uh, all the things, the, the new things that I discover, I I, I, I try to, to don't stay only in, in into, into into you know that people used to call us power metal, power symphonic metal. Back then. I don't like to stay focused into into the definition of power power metal music, power metal band. I always try to add as much as possible influences that that, that I have and and of course that I. That I that I that I feel and the moment that I compose the music, I, I think that in the new album there are some direct song like Life Blood. It's a power metal song, for example, with a little bit of progressive. But there are some many other songs that are really not close to progressive to power metal. Like Against All the Odds, it's absolutely not a power metal song. It's straight metal. It's a melodic rock song. So I I. I really don't don't stay focused in a, just one style. I try to add all my influences coming from so many different styles of music. Roberto, who do you listen to? You know what what's your uh, what's your musical background? You know what are your some of your favorites that that have inspired you? I have a weird answer to your question. <laughs> I would say in the last five or six years, I have listened to three albums. I, I have not listened to music at all during the last years. I, I had just like a sort of um, sabbatic moment of my life where I needed no, no other um, extra things coming inside my head. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it, uh, it can be uh, either ways. It, can, uh, it is like Aldo said, listen to a lot of stuff give you hints and the things that you have uh, you can be inspired by and at the same time uh, as it happened to me the exactly uh, opposite thing with no other influences in the last years um, I probably managed to pull out something from myself so something personal something original and uh, at the same time, I would say that this specific uh, expression is the one that you define fresh. So uh, you can be fresh when you are true. So uh, I'm not trying to, to, to puzzle things, uh, picking up from other bands, obviously. And uh, I'm just trying to be, be 
true and straight. And then uh, obviously it's a natural uh, thing to, to compose music. One is good in composing, one is good in, uh, in, in other things of life. And uh, I mean, when music is one of your keys to open doors, you have to be yourself when it comes. And that's the way I like to compose. Being yourself is important. What, but part of being yourself is is what you, what you experienced growing up. What did you listen to growing up? Did you listen to a lot of metal? Did you listen to pop music? Was it a combination? Who were your favorite bands? I guess is what I'm asking you. Okay, so, <laughs> I mean, in the in, uh, in childhood, I was listening to a lot of Italian stuff, and you know, Italian is very melodic because it comes from a tradition of opera and classic as well, like 50, 50 years ago, the pop music was uh, orchestra and melodic singers. So we all have that in our veins. Uh, I started like that. And then when I was like 16, 17, I fall into hard rock with Guns N' Roses and Aerosmith. And then uh, right into Iron Maiden stuff. And from Iron Maiden, I fell into Halloween stuff. And then I met Aldo and the other guys. And in that moment, I was listening to Ivan Maiden and Halloween. They asked to do a metal band. I said, oh, why not? I was not you know, the perfect metal head. I was a little bit, had a different background, a different style. Uh, I had uh, Rasta dreads in that period. Uh, so <laughs> I was totally different. But then I realized I could express myself in that style really really well i i loved it and you know after so many years and after uh, also many years of not uh, hearing music at all like a silence in my head still when i have to see, it's metal uh, so i i guess it was already inside me <laughs> aldo what did you listen to as a as a kid were you also because you're you're composing it's very theatrical it's very dramatic did you have a theater background at all or or where did that all come from well concerning metal music i grew up listening to sabotage uh uh probably probably my favorite band is def leppard <laughs> and and but, but but you know i really love uh love I really love Meat Love. I love, I love many uh, soundtrack composers like Danny Elfman or John Williams, for example. But I, but I also, but I also like uh, many pop, pop artists like uh, I, I don't know Madonna or Michael Jackson. I really, I, I'm really open mind. Right now, right now. Uh, the band that I that I listen for is Biffy Clyro, so I'm really really open minded. Okay, when you started to write this album, was was there anything on your mind that you wanted to get down um, specifically to talk about? Was there an idea? Was there a theme? Not necessarily like a a concept album, but was there a sort of a theme of things that you wanted to talk about in this album? Well, that's, that. that's a question more for Roberto. Roberto. Yeah, I'd say that the lyrics um, comes from a, more than an idea. They come from a specific situation I was living. You know, I composed these uh, these lyrics, uh, especially during the quarantine period, mm -hmm. and I was kind of confined in a region of Italy that is called Abruzzi. I don't know if you have uh, ever heard about it. 
And it's a region where uh, nature is the, the main. The sea, there is there are mountains, and um, it, it's a very simple life. Uh, I was inspired by this. So uh, the main theme of the song is is nature, is energy, and then it develops through the through different personalities. I would say. Um, for example, Lifeblood speaks about that. If you have uh, checked the video, uh, it is filmed in, in the mountains because it, it wants to express the, the power of nature, the power of uh, life, of simplicity. And um, I think that the most uh, inspirational things still in uh, nature, love, feelings. And uh, as you said to Aldo also, the, the drama aspect is something that is in the Italian veins, probably. And uh, um, so, so when you talk about anything, it has to be inside your style. Tell me about this uh, beautiful artwork that's behind me. Uh, how, you know, who was the artist? How did that come about? It's a French artist that that did the, the artwork for the for the new album, and it's called uh, Mickey, and his company is uh, My Street Hearts. And he did works for Nightmare or for uh, or Hellfest. I think he did as well some some flyer. He's, he he's really really able, in my opinion, to create something like spiritual concept artwork. You know? The artwork of the of the new album is sort of uh, sort of um, spiritual concept in, uh, it's, it's you no know, the girl it's a sort of a trademark that we have since the beginning in every secret sphere album there is there is the girl or women but basically it's she represents the the source of creation it's uh, it's uh, it's like a form of art and then of around her is surrounded by the sphere and by the, the energy of the sphere so basically it's a way to describe the all the positive energy and the, all the the, the uh, how can i say the, the the way that all the people has to create something in any form of art uh, can be music or can be literature comes from the art. It's a sort of tribute to to the to to the to the positive energy and the source of creation for every form of art. Got it. You know, Michael, we had a little thing about this. Okay. Uh, we, we have actually uh, never um, decided to get uh, to 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 choose a, a woman in every artwork that we do. Uh, or to put a woman in every duet that we do, because also we have a female vocal in a in a ballad in a slow song. Uh, but we have it's something that we haven't decided. It's just uh, something that is uh, always in our mind. What Aldo was saying now, the the uh, the fact that everything is created uh, uh, is the the I mean the union of all the energy that that creates something. Uh, it has to be uh, identified in a woman, obviously, because creation comes from a woman, and uh, it has to do with that. Okay. Uh, speaking of creation, when you guys created this band, I'm always interested in in um, 
you know, the decision to to do the vocals in English. What uh, what went into that decision and why did you choose to, to sing in English rather than Italian? <laughs> okay, so uh, as, I, as I told you before, I was listening to Guns N' Roses, Aerosmith. Imagine a 16-year-old uh, Italian boy who is writing on his diary the lyrics of uh, Guns N' Roses songs. I remember Welcome to the Jungle. And maybe most of these words, uh, uh, he doesn't even know what they mean. So I'm, I was looking at vocabulary, what does this mean? And then some of them were, were slang. And so I, I figured out the meaning of it and I, the way to, to, to use these words. I loved uh, American music, English music, and the language itself, how it sounds. So uh, I never decided to sing in English. It just came out. And you know, Italy, is basically a, an American uh, colony since uh, after the Second World War. <laughs> That's what we are. So we have been influenced by American culture a lot. So it, it's really something that we cannot avoid to, to see. And we, know, we don't even want to avoid. I mean, it's in our culture. Uh, it's not in our accent, as you probably hear. <laughs> but that's <laughs> another. Um, I find the English language for uh, melodic and uh, pleasing to, to hear when, when you sing. The Italian singing, you know, is more consonantic, it's more squared. Uh, it has, uh, it can be good when you have to sing like, I don't know, for example, rap. There are a lot of Italian rap artists today. Uh, but when you sing something melodic, power, inspiring, uh, I feel it in English. That's a good answer. When you, uh, this is your, I believe, second studio album on Frontiers. How has the change to Frontiers been for you guys? Well, actually, I we, we had in the past uh, opportunities to join Frontiers, especially in 2003, when we released the Scent of Human Desire album. But at that time, we received the proposal as well from Nuclear Blast. And it was for us, we, we were young and you know it it was like uh the, the, the proposal that you were waiting for uh, for a life you know because when blast called you you have to say yes at least to try <laughs> and so and so we released two two albums with nuclear blast but I, but i i know that inside frontiers there, are, there were a couple of guys that really love secret spear so during the years i keep on sending to them the album every time i release the album i keep on sending the album just just for them to listen and when we when we when we released archetype in 2010 we we, we tried again to join to join frontiers but there were not the the right time for uh, for uh, to, to join to join Frontier, so we just composed the the first album with Michele Luppi, and then we finished the contract with Scarlet Records. At that time, we were with Scarlet Records, and we received the call from Frontiers. And I, I think that Frontiers is really a great label because they, they really love music. They love to work with the artists. They push the artists to give the best. They are really they they are very. It, it's a meeting that every day propose something to to the artist to develop the career of the artist. 
uh, I have only positive words for them. And personally, I I also working on several other productions. They actually I am developing more my 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 career as a producer and and it's really something that that I really that I really like and, and I'm really grateful every day to Frontiers because they 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 always propose me challenge to work with big artists and uh, and it's it's really great to still have the chance to have some companies that really love music in that way. When you two and, and Andy, uh, you guys were all there at the beginning, when you started this band, did you have any idea that you would still be doing this almost 25 years later, still in the in secret sphere? Not really, actually. <laughs> Not really. Is this style of music popular in Italy? I, I'm finding more and more bands that I didn't know about recently just through 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 the label and, and through um, you know working with uh, you know some of the public relations folks. Uh, is this a, a, a is there a lot of, uh, of of demand for this music in in your country? Well, you know, in it, the, the Italian metal and hard rock fans, they always look outside Italy. I mean, uh, they always look for the for the for the international bands in italy the, the the truth is that in italy we have many many great bands. you know I, I i don't want to say of course but i would say pgm i would say labyrinth i would say eldridge there are really many many great bands that that comes from the late 90s like uh, like secret sphere but the reality is that there is not a huge support from the Italian metal fans for the for the Italian bands. That's that's also the reason why we have we have really few few bands really famous, you know. But we have so many bands in Italy. But the problem is that we we don't have enough follow, enough support from the from the local fans. That's the that's the the reality. Are they but, are they listening to Scandinavian bands, bands from Holland? Absolutely, that kind of thing? yeah, absolutely. They all Scandinavian bands are really popular in, in Italy, you know. But to me, right now, there are not really huge difference between the Italian and the Scandinavian ability to write music or skills to play music, you know. Mm -hmm. But but you know, the Scandinavian scene is stronger than us because stronger than, than the, the Italian scene because they receive a lot of support from the local fans. As well as in Germany, in in Italy, we don't have our, we don't have a, you know, roots into metal music and hard rock music. Italy, it's more for neo melodic stuff, pop stuff. You know, when in when in the United Kingdom, Led Zeppelin were writing the first albums in Italy. There were completely other kind of music. You know, we don't have a real history into into hard rock. Or, uh, that's why probably. Do you guys get bigger crowds outside of Italy? Then do you do you travel outside and, and get bigger, bigger, uh, bigger crowds, bigger arenas uh, outside? Yes, in uh, in Japan it, we have the biggest crowd for Sphere. I know this pandemic has everything sort of shut down right now, but uh, you know what are the plans to get out and 
and play this album live? Uh, you know, are, are you going to just stay in Europe? Are you planning to go to Japan, other countries, maybe the U.S.? Well, uh, we'll try to to tour Europe uh, probably in 2022 when hopefully everything will be solved concerning the pandemic situation. For sure, we will come back to Japan because it's, uh, you know, as I said, it's one of the uh, most important country for us. I really hope someday to tour the United States, but, you know, it's not really easy for an Italian man. <laughs> Roberto, when you, when a, when a fan buys this album and they, they put it on, put the headphones on and they listen to this start to finish, at the end of the listening experience, what do you hope that they have taken away from this this new album from you guys? We have always tried to to communicate something to the ones that are listening. Not only uh, the best music we can offer, not only uh, good uh, sound experience. We always want to communicate something that uh, that has to do with uh, with energy. So we would like uh, this guy to be happy at the end. First of all. Um, and when he's happy, he's going to make another person happy. It's like spreading something positive. Mm-hmm. We spread something positive also sometimes through negative experiences. Because not always songs are uh, happy. Uh, sometimes they speak about sad things and the difficulties of life. We, we don't want to make like the, the, happy, uh, the happy thing. <laughs> the, the, something that has to be positive. Uh, in all the, the the aspects but that's the the target we 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 want to go we to we want to to, to reach something that has uh, uh, a positive experience to 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 everyone so i think that we uh, with fun and freshness uh, we 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 may reach this goal and at the same time we uh, we we are using music music as a, as a mean of expression. So uh, it has to be good in the technical way. It has to be the sound engineering aspect. Uh, but first of all, uh, there must be feelings inside. Otherwise, it's just a, a good album, a good product, or product where or we want to be artists. Aldo, guitarist, uh, producer, uh, Roberto, the, the singer, uh, lyricist, Thank you so much for, for coming on Michael's Record Collection with me. Uh, thank you for your time. I really, I really wish you the best of luck with Lifeblood. It's a, it's a great album. I enjoyed listening to it. I'm going to continue to enjoy listening to it. Uh, I believe it comes out March 12th on Frontiers Records. And I'm assuming all the regular places, Amazon and, and all the online shop. Thank you very much, Michael. Really, right, thank, thank you. you. Pleasure thank, to be with thanks, you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Michael's Record Collection is hosted and produced by Michael Citro. Logo graphic courtesy of Jerry Cutchins. Follow Michael's Record Collection on social media, at Mike's Records on Twitter, Michael's Record Collection on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. For the free newsletter version, subscribe at substack.com and just type Michael's Record Collection into the search bar. Thanks for listening.